everyone. Welcome to the finale of the Book of Boba Fett Book Club on Basic Binges. I am your host, Sabina Graves. I'm joined by a panel of some of our guests from the entire season. I'm so excited to have everybody here. Uh, we'll go around because, you know, Zoom Zoom intros are always weird. So we are going to start with whoever I see first on here, and that is uh, Michael Lee. Say hello, everyone, to everyone, the people. <laughs> Hello, people of Tatooine. Yes, hi. I'm Michael Lee. Um, I write for That's It LA, The Nerds of Color, and We Live Entertainment. And I will hand it off to, I guess, Whitney. Hey, how's it going? Uh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm Whitney, and I'm a singer, artist, and theme culinarian. Manalo from the Nerds of Color. I am a staff writer for them, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about this week's book of Boba Fett. Get down, get down, get down. Sorry. Uh, now I'll kick it to Laura. Yeah, yeah thank you, Mike. <laughs> I like this method. <laughs> um, my name is Laura Siracol. I'm a freelance writer and editor for the Nerds of Color, um, and I'm here for, nope, nope, nope. I'm here to, like, um, to, to, just chat about uh, Star Wars and um, I, yeah, about that kind of stuff. Yeah, get down. <laughs> yes, we are all with our good friend Grogu. He is yes. he is here with us and uh, you know, <laughs> yes, that is his job to steal to steal the entire show. That that is definitely what probably <laughs> happened here. Uh, yeah, let's start it off at the start of the episode. Um, you know, like you have. Boba Fett basically planting his foot firmly and being like, we're keeping these drugs off these streets when in, in terms to the spice running that's trying to happen on Tatooine and kind of, you know, deciding that it's basically time for war and his attempt to kind of sidestep it diplomatically, which does not go as planned. How did you all react to sort of like how that was introduced and like did you think it was just like going to be really short-lived <laughs> okay uh okay i'll start uh, well um i overall like i the whole spice trade thing um you know when finnick was like hey you know that's our source of money and like it honestly made me think like how are they going to really make money for tatooine like if they don't because he's supposed to be the the crime lord and yet he's like, no, I'm gonna play it straight. And I'm just, so basically he's not really a crime Lord. He's like just the ruler of Tatooine. So it's, especially when the government has to, has been toppled down. So it, I don't know, I just feel like, does he really deserve the title of Daimo like of, as a crime Lord or will, is he now establishing a, gov a new government for Tatooine? So, um, cause like, you, you know, I always listen to Fennec Shan. She, she, she knows what she's talking about. Um, so money wise, I mean, it's, it, it makes sense, like do the right thing. Don't have, don't sell drugs. Drugs are bad, but also like, you know, it's, it's, it's what funds the, the city. And it's, so it, it, I don't know how he's going to, how he's going to rule if he doesn't like what he, what, how is he going to utilize it? You know, like the, the town, cause they all have to give him money and stuff. So I'm like a pay tribute. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, I just feel like he, him going straight is just going to be a little bit weird. He, he becomes a respect lord instead of a crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, he polices the streets with respect. That's, that's a technique. Um, yeah, I don't know if, if I could jump off of that. Um, you know, I 
I feel like he, he approaches this in a very naive way, which I think is kind of shocking because he's been in the crime game his entire life. You know, um, his dad was a bounty hunter. He's seen what bounty hunters do. He's seen crime. He's gone after targets, you know, long history of that. Um, so I'm not really sure, you know, I, I didn't get the sense after all of these episodes, these hours of television, um, it didn't it didn't really convince me as or, or I still couldn't really, you know, end this series understanding how he changed exactly. You know, I mean, like none of that, none of it really tracks. And it's probably a product of the fact that, you know, we didn't spend a whole lot of time with that development, you know, to begin with. Um, we, we spent a good amount of time on it, but then we just kind of cut and run and, and stopped really focusing on it. Um, so so. The respect lord going around it, it makes no sense to me um honestly uh, at the beginning of this I, I don't know what everyone else thinks i don't know michael lee <laughs> well i i respect what robert rodriguez and john favara were trying to do they don't want to keep things the same because otherwise it would just be stale you would see the same you know bounty hunter sort of action action sort of thing and like as Mike was true. saying, yeah, as Mike was saying, um, it just we get to see that kind of evolution of that care of Boba Fett um, in the first two episodes, for my opinion, at least the first two episodes when he was um, learning from, uh, yeah, learning from the the desert. <laughs> the name escapes me right now. Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Tuscan the Tuscan Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, the Tuscan Raiders, and um, he was learning their ways. He was learning about their culture and. That was that was a nice moment and a nice change of pace for the character who's like Mike said was practically lived his life as a as an assassin and as a bounty hunter. So but that all kind of changed um in a in a weird way that really um doesn't follow through. It just kind of stops from mm -hmm. there and, and it goes in towards a more action-packed Mandalorian direction. And that that was kind of weird for me. But um, overall, it was it was a nice for me at least a nice way to see such an iconic character in a new way. But I really hope he understands what he's getting himself into by changing the whole dynamic of the city, as Laura was saying, in such a drastic way. Whitney, yeah, I mean, definitely, my sentiments are very much in line with everyone here. Um, it was really great to finally get a backstory on Boba and how he survived and how he went about things. Um, I definitely wanted to see him, you know, being more badass, kind of like towards this last episode. It was so fun seeing him use his jetpack, you know, riding the Rancor and just kind of owning that. That was so yes. fun, you yeah. know? Um, and I did like there being a backstory with uh, the Tuscan Raiders and him learning their ways and sort of adapting that culture. And that helped him along the way. Uh, I just kind of wished there was more, like I said, more of him being a bounty hunter or something, you know, like what we're accustomed to seeing, but with a brand new twist as well. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Totally. Yeah, it felt, it felt too sudden, right? Like, I yeah, feel like, yeah. I feel like, yeah. like he's, he lives his life with the Tuscan Raiders and he's like, I want to be good. Like at right. first I was like, the tribe thing makes sense. Like you want to be with the tribe, but then he's like, I want to be good. And it's like that came out of nowhere. Like, yeah, right. he had a near-death experience yeah. and stuff, and he, oh, yeah. he reborn. But it's also you, like I and I, I understand like you want to change your stripes, but it's yeah. also like you understand how the world works, and mm -hmm. it's hard to go straight 
especially and then, and then it kind of goes backwards when he kills like this is spoilers tons of spoilers when he kills that person in the end or i don't know if that person's dead but still like it just felt like you know you you know you can't change and then he kills the guy he goes yes i can then he kills the guy and then it kind of destroyed everything that he was in the beginning that i i've changed i want to be a good person it's like i'm gonna kill you and so it's like it doesn't, which, by, which by the way pissed me off i know that oh, yeah. we're probably that, that, that's another it, thing we're gonna talk about it's such yeah. a waste, such a waste. <laughs> that's another I thing got... that's another thing oh, yeah. focus on this now but yeah. right now but yeah, yeah I'm, i have a lot to complain about for that yeah so much i definitely think it felt very unbalanced i i think we were introduced to so much in such a, such a short amount of time um, that kind of like, you know, I get that they're trying to speak to like, uh, you can only survive with the tribe and not alone. And uh, we spent so much time with Boba and the Tuscan Raiders that we didn't get enough of, t- of him with uh, Chrysanthemum, uh, Drash and the boys, and, uh, you know, Fennec, you know, we, we didn't get enough of him with his new tribe uh, to really feel like, it was a more solid through line, I would say. Um, and that kind of is what made it feel like unbalanced because we know we also had to bring in Mando and Grogu. And <laughs> yeah. like, while I had fun with the Fast and Furious family-ness of it all, because like legitimately Boba Fett is space Dominic Toretto and he makes <laughs> everyone family, which I love. Um, <laughs> but there is a lot just, crammed in this season with like trying to introduce audiences to a new take on an iconic character and yet still give them what they want which is this child over here um to where it kind of maybe undercut some of the stuff they wanted to do uh because the 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 end seemed very messy and not to jump too far ahead but i agree with y'all with the sudden death at the end where it was like oh this is a character i would have liked to have seen continue on as a threat because they were scary like that design is terrifying yeah um but yeah no not to like jump too far ahead we can like talk a little bit about you know just the assembling of this the team and kind of how they were all also spread out as well so that also kind of felt disjointed or would you all would you all have preferred they stay together during the fight or you know like how did you feel about them being like just spread out and then ultimately falling into all these different traps I, I I feel like they I didn't care about when they all separated and stuff because I didn't care like I know everyone loves the mod squad but I feel like I didn't get to know them and like when they started dying off I was like oh well you know I was actually more upset that the Gamorans were killed off yeah they and, did kill them because we and know them I was like pew pew mod squad I'm like oh no but the Gamorans I'm like F you guys like how yeah. dare you kill my Gamorans because you know I feel like we got more character growth in the Gamorans within that small time frame than we did with the mod squad than we did with like the free people like like as much as I love the free the free the free uh uh what's the free town free, yeah. free, free, free town people like you know I as much as like you know that's that's great and everything but I just feel like we there's no development it, it seems yeah. like two episodes were spent or spent on something else when it could have been focused on, even though I love those two episodes as a Star Wars fan, two episodes could have been spent on character development so we could actually care about the people being affected by this this fight. And I um, I just felt like it was, disjo- yeah, it was like you said, disjointed and it's choppy. It was extremely choppy. We get to one point, to another point, to another group. And I feel like 
it was never, it never got to a cohesive place where I was just like, oh no, oh no, I'm worried about these people, I'm worried about these people. It was like, all right, these people thought, I'm like, the only ones I cared about are the ones that really got the development from a long time ago, like Mando and, and, and Grogu and stuff. But the others, like, I'm just like, you know, I, I'm like, oh, they die, like, they die, like, and I just feel if they like, die, they die. if they die, they die, like, <laughs> I, I, I had no emotional ties to them, even with the, yeah. the free town people, I was just like, there's no emotional ties, and right. so for me, I was, I, I felt like it was, like, even if it was put together, they all fought together, and they died together kind of situation, which happens in the end and stuff, I just could not care less, like, I'm just like, oh, no, like, Oh, pew, pew. I'm like, oh, oh, someone died. Someone died. I'm like, handsome mod guy survived. Good for you, handsome guy. But like, <laughs> um, but I just, I didn't care enough to, to when they were fighting together because I just felt like I didn't have enough anyway. So I didn't care about them. The Gamorans, though, justice for them. I want justice, justice. for them. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of, I felt myself getting a little more invested once Grogu popped up because then I'm like, oh no, oh no, the stakes are high. I was like, no one touch the baby. No one kill the baby, you know? Oh, no, they're never touching that. That baby's a moneymaker. Yeah. No one, they're never going to touch that baby. They had an out for the baby and now that out no longer exists just because the baby's a moneymaker. So they're never going to, they're never going to get rid of that baby. Um, I, I gotta be honest, I mean, like, I, I never cared about the Hot Topic moped squad. Um, they were just, they were just lame <laughs> characters. Um, I, I didn't understand who any of them were. I didn't even know that they had names. Um, you know, I, I think they maybe said Drash once or twice, but the rest of them, I'm like, That's why it's Drash and the boys. <laughs> it's Drash and the boys. So boy number one, boy number two, who gives a crap about them? Um, here, here's the thing. I understand, and forgive me, I'm going to go all over the place, guys. So I beg your forgiveness. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I understand from a narrative purpose why you'd split the gang up. And I'm okay with the narrative purpose because uh, for whatever reason, Boba's the only person in the world, audience included, that doesn't know that everyone's going to betray him. That's the first off, you know. I mean, Fennec Shed was people. telling him. Yeah, she I, was I like, threw, don't be neutral. I, I freaking threw my hands up in the air and was like, you didn't freaking see that coming? What the hell is wrong with you? You're the worst Daimo ever. Respect ruler, whatever your name is. Respect lord. Um, but, but more than that, you know, I mean, like, I understand that you need to reveal that everyone's going to betray him because, you know, Boba doesn't understand that, even though everyone else knows. Um, so splitting the splitting the the the, the moped squad and Chrysanthemum and Finnick up um, to reveal that, I guess, kind of makes sense narratively. Um, that being said, to Laura's point, because I had no investment at all in the moped squad, I couldn't give a crap about who they were, how they were dying. In fact, I kind of encouraged it. I was like, please kill them. I don't care about. <laughs> twirly cyclops and his stupid twirl before he shoots something that's it it, it looked oh, so stupid <laughs> no i thought it looked so stupid i it was liked so, it i was like this is so it was, it was, so cute. It was such a robert rodriguez thing to do it, it yeah. is a robert rodriguez thing to do but he does it so much more bad he does it so much better in desperado and there's so much more style in something like that it, it looked like he unnecessarily twirled. I feel like in Desperado, the, the El Mariachi twirls necessarily. He's like going backwards and then he like shoots. The guy was already facing forwards and then yeah. he, he takes the time to turn around and then face forward again. Oh, like, it distracted the shooter. The shooter was like, oh, that's a really cool coat. That coat oh, is dope. The shooter's like, bro, that was a great I was like, I wish I had that coat. 
oh my god I he's like bro that was a sweet move he's like respect <laughs> i don't even want to kill you anymore it's been 360 now i get what he means by rule with respect because i respect his moves um no i mean like it's I, I hated them to, from from the get go. But um, to to also address another point that you brought up, Laura, uh, the uh, Gamarians, Gamarians, right? That's the yeah. Gamarians, Gamarians, yeah. Gamorians, Gamorians. I'm sorry. So the Gamorians, I actually cared way more about them because, <laughs> and and I hate to say this, even more so than Boba Fett, the character development for them was executed a lot clearer. You know, they're they're Loyalty. against him. They, they he saves them he doesn't kill them and then they decide to be loyal to him that makes sense and in their loyalty even fighting something as big some a creature as big as black chrysanthemum for him you know to protect him that endears us to them in ways that we never gave a crap about with the moped squad um so getting to see you know seeing their deaths hit hard because i actually liked them and i actually cared and believed more about their character development than i even did with boba fett and and his you know respect lord ways um and and the moped squad had no characters whatsoever so if they were gonna die if they were gonna live if they were gonna get split up if they were gonna disappear i couldn't give a crap about them just don't harm don't harm the gamarian gamorians gamarians i i'm sorry guys I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah one of the two <laughs> yes oh, wow. um don't harm don't harm the pigs um don't harm i like black chrysanthemum just because he's he's a badass he's such a um, badass and despite lack of any screen time in this episode or the entire series, I do care about Finnick, but that's because Finnick's an established character. Um, so, so yeah, I think that that's where I stood with with every character. So apologies for the rant. And I'm getting off my soapbox now and letting somebody else speak. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. If only they had two episodes to make to focus on Boba Fett's relationship with the others. If only. If only, yeah. I feel like that would have been. It was just like. I feel like that would have been. I mean, also, like, it, it was very weird that for a show called The Book of Boba Fett, where uh, Fennec Shand is billed as the co lead of the show, mm -hmm. she did not get her own episode, but Mando, but Mando did get like two, technically. Uh, so that was definitely disappointing um, because, I mean, like, she she knew it was gonna go down yeah yeah, like, yeah. i feel like yeah. i feel like it was a waste of her like it yeah. was such oh. a waste of her i mean if, if i'm asking through a, a final episode in a series that didn't get her a lot if i'm asking for most of that episode where the hell is she that's not a good sign uh sorry mm -hmm. mike i totally cut you off go ahead no 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 i was gonna you i was gonna jump off of that one because i feel like this is the most we got out of her um at least like speaking wise, because, you know, she was giving off, um, giving advice to Boba about, you know, this, they're going to betray you sort of thing. And then she was also, we got to see that den mother side to her. It's like, you know, that's manners. Like, hey, that's, you know, to the, the Hot Topic moped gang. <laughs> and so I, I like that. And then we got to see mostly off screen, though, that was disappointing, the, the, assassina um, yeah. the assassination of each uh, gang leader. So... I, I also feel that she wasn't used to her full potential, even though, uh -huh. again, this is my opinion, this is the most we got out of her from all the episodes. Um, and it's so unfortunate. He didn't even yeah. listen to her, which is I like, know. They, he listened to the moped gang instead of her, who's experienced assassin. I'm just like, okay, whatever. He's like, this is our people. This is our people. We need to stay at this, like, at the, this place when, you know, you should go where it's safe. 
but okay, whatever. Don't listen to Fennec Chan, who is your second in command. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. fine. You know, and well, he knows all this stuff. Yeah, so it, it was sad to see that she was just so, so underutilized. Um, and about the Gamoran pigs, I, I just want to go back to Gamoran pigs. I mean, that was just oh, I I, I appreciated them more. They again, they they went back. Um, Rodriguez and Favreau just humanize them again. They they go about ways humanizing these smaller, like lesser known characters we don't even bother to think of, and we just like we make an emotional connection to them. And as Mike was saying, you know, he saved Boba saved them. I, I guess it's disappointing to see them exit when they, as Mike was saying, hit hard, they, hitting the ground hard, I guess, um, because so much more time was devoted to building up the, um, the Hot Topic moped gang. It's like, okay, that's nice. And, but you, seeing the Gamorans again, it's like, that, that was just so, um, not more, more than a throwback because it's just like, oh, well, they're actually building up these kind of characters we didn't bother to think of before. And I, I just sad to see that they were basically the low or the, the first characters go basically on, on, on their list. It's funny, it's like the things that we love tend to go away in Boba Fett, I'm just saying. Like there's multiple <laughs> things I could talk about later. Go on, Whitney. Yes, I don't want to bring <laughs> I don't want to take either. away from Whitney. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah. I mean, basically everything everyone's saying is just, I just wish there would have been more focus on certain characters rather than others, more buildup. I just was kind of anticipating something a little different. I mean, I loved it though. And, you know, in general, I love the show. I love Star Wars, you know, but yeah, I was just kind of hoping for a little, a little more with certain characters. Yeah. I think something like this could have worked as a crossover if the mm. shows were happening like concurrently, you know, where like they could have been two separate shows building into the same sort of like showdown, you know, like that I think would have made more sense because the the Mandalorian centric episodes felt like the Mandalorian show um, and were about his relationships to like Grogu. And, you know, there are those threads of like Grogu is part of his tribe and they need to find a tribe and you know, you have like those callbacks when Boba Fett, you know, tells Mando, why are you here? And Mando says, because it's my creed, like, you know, I'm going to be here to support you till if we both die standing, it's, it's what is, it, that is the way. And then <laughs> Boba's like, you know, basically tells him it's like BS, um, which is funny, but he's thankful that he is sticking to that creed. Um and kind of establishing like that they are going to be a part of the same tribe but there's still so many things that just were just left hanging because you have everything with the dark saber like it, it shows up for like a second and then it doesn't quite work so it just puts it away um we had you know um just yeah like there were a lot of just things that were just like left unreally like undealt with you know, and were there any threads that y'all kind of were like, hey, what happened to this thing? I mean, like the jaw was, why didn't they show up? Yeah, everything was underwhelming. Like, honestly, like I, after the episode ended, I was just like, meh, it was fine. Like, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't excited about it. It was extremely underwhelming of what I was hoping, because I feel like they tried to tie up all the loose ends and that's why it felt choppy because they're like, oh, we have to make sure we address this. And, you know, like, oh, we, you know, we have the Mandalorian uh, season three. So let's just add a little bit more fluff into this 
And like, I, I just felt like it was, even though it, it was a 50 minute episode, it felt rushed. Um, mm -hmm. Even though, and I feel like there was a lot of unnecessary things, like the fight scenes, some of the fight scenes were unnecessary. And I know everyone's ex uh, was excited about the Rancor, but I was underwhelmed because the whole time I was like, I was like, oh, you know, like this fight, okay, this fight. And then they were like, oh, Rancor. And I was just like, oh, Rancor. But I was like, it didn't give you the high anticipation level where I was just like, like, oh no, this is tense, like this tense is tense. And then Rancor, like, I'm like, oh. Um, I just felt like I wasn't excited about any of any of the, the stuff that happened other than like the Grogu showing the Grogu up. And that, stuff. But, but that's the only, the only reason I'm, I was excited about Grogu is because I'm obsessed with Grogu. And then I think as a storyteller- They use that like, to their that, advantage. Yeah, oh, but I, like, the, the lover, the lo <laughs> Grogu lover was like, oh my God, this is amazing, my baby. And the father son moment. But the person who, who loves cohesive storytelling was just like, this is a waste of time. Like it's unnecessary. Like you could introduce this differently. I know you want him to be the uh, Grogu to be the hero as well, but it just felt like there was a lot of unnecessary things. But I was like, but Grogu, like you know, it was like a fighting, um, just like I, how I felt about Mandalorian. Like, like you like fan. Yeah, well, Star Wars fan. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. But as a Boba Fett person, I was just like, this should not be in here. Um, and so I was torn again, where I was just like, this is unnecessary storytelling. But Grogu. And I feel like the only reason I was excited about Grogu is because I love Grogu and the story between father and son. But overall, I was just kind of underwhelmed regarding the whole the whole thing because it was choppy. It just felt like they just wanted to add things. The Freetown people were super small. They're like, the Freetown people are here. And I'm just like, this is a small army. I can install the bikes, but okay. There's like eight people. It felt like eight people There's so I much potential. I don't know. Yeah, but I, like you said, like it just felt choppy, and it felt like it just was trying to tie up loose ends and make it feel like it. Like every every at the end of every season of Mandalorian, it was a showdown that you know, every, and people come and help, and that's the same trope that I feel like this one had. And so I was kind of like, I've seen it, and I'm I'm not I'm not impressed. I know Mike I has a lot to say. I honestly feel no, no, no. I I agree wholeheartedly with most of that. Um, here's here's the funny thing and the irony of it all. This in this one episode, it encompasses. It, it is a microcosm for the entire series, if you think about it. Because the highs in this episode, there are a lot of high highs. Um, if if I were to tell you the high, there are a lot of high highs, a lot of really great Star Wars moments. Um, if it, it, you know, but I think it's a waste of Ming Na Wen. And I think, you know, um, there's there's a whole lot that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but the Mando and Grogu stuff is great. You couldn't tell if I was talking about this one episode or the entire series, because it's applicable. That statement is applicable to both. Um, and what they do right in this episode, because I did feel that there were a lot of high highs, um, watching Din and, and Boba fight back to back, side by side, flying in the air and shooting <sighs> is awesome. It's such an icon. Mm. It's, it's like you could freeze that frame and it would make, make for an iconic still in Star Wars yeah. history. Watching Boba on the back of a Rancor, I know that it was underwhelming definitely for, for you, Laura. I, I still loved it because I love my kaiju movies and yeah. getting to see a Rancor rip the living like hell out of one of those droids. It was like a mech, like yeah. Godzilla. Like, also like the very yeah. King Kong. Yeah. The King Kong moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> for, for me who loves kaiju movies that's a high high you don't get to yeah. see a guy on the back of a rancor very often in star wars so that's huge that's iconic and and i can't hate anything with grogu and mando because even even watching grogu sleeping next to a rancor is the cutest thing ever in the history of 
of anything. So there's so many high highs, but unfortunately, it's just there's there's so many low lows too. There's an unbelievable amount of of cheese in this one that I just hated. But it's a very like here's the thing when Robert Rodriguez came along and said, "Hey, I'm going to do some Star Wars stuff. Here's my episode of Mandalorian." I expected we were going back to El Mariachi Desperado Rodriguez, you know, like this hardened, hardcore, stylistic like version of Rodriguez. Um, and instead, what we got was Spy Kids Rodriguez. Um, and in different moments of this episode, whether it's the multi or this series even, where it's the multicolored bikes from the moped gang, or or just you know stupid cheesy moments um you know with with that same group i really take issue with them guys i'm sorry i i forgive me for hating them so much um but but whether it's all of that it's it ends up becoming spy kids rodriguez and i'm kind of like this is not the rodriguez that star wars needs we loved your take on neo-westerns like esperado and el mariachi the mexican standoffs that you had all of this stuff that's what we want to see in something like the mandalorian that's what we want to see in something like boba fett and we didn't get that but um that being said yeah it's just all of the same strengths and all of the same weaknesses of this entire series are present in this one episode, all throughout this one episode. And it just boggles the mind and I find it hilarious and ironic that it just summarizes the series in a nutshell. It's all over the place. Um, it's very scattered and it's, it's also incredibly, as Laura put it, underwhelming. It's just an yeah. underwhelming series. And, and it didn't have to be because those highs are so freaking amazing. Like, I think everyone can agree that even though it's a detour from the story, I loved episode five. I loved episode six and I have no regrets that those, I, I don't care if it distracted from the rest of the story, because quite frankly, it never got better than those moments, you know? Um, and I'm never going to look back at any of the other episodes outside of those two and think fondly or memorably about any of them. So um, for, for what it's worth, you know, I love the highs. I just, could do without the rest i couldn't i couldn't care anymore i totally agree with mike with with the uh the low lows uh, sort of you know you kind of had I, th I know at some point we all kind of were hoping there was going to be like an actual big bad that would be terrifying that uh, cad bane was working with and that was puppeteering um the you know the, the alien people's <laughs> um that Pike. kind of like the pikes like the pikes that could look from like the the, the 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 helmets on the spikes oh my gosh like oh how scary you know but also that was so underwhelming because it kind of ultimately you know felt like we were wanting a different villain to kind of show up to kind of you know really challenge the characters and and it does encompass like the older movies because it kind of very much felt like prequel series with the bad guys in that respect I feel like Mike and I are arguing now, like we always do after we watch a movie. We're like Wait, no, we're agreeing? Up. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> you're like, Laura, but I'm like, but I'm like, yeah, no. okay, I love the two, the Mandalorian episodes for the Mandalorian. They were not the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, no this is what, what we're arguing about. Got it, got it. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So like I was like, we're, we're honestly like a married couple where we're like, oh my God, but, well, we fight like this all the time, but not fight, but we love each other. <laughs> But like, yeah, I the, the two episodes that you love, and I agree, they're great episodes. They're the Mandalorian episodes. They weren't the Book of Boba Fett episodes. And that's fine with me because the Book of Boba Fett episodes were lame, man. I'm sorry. But that's the thing. Like, I feel like I we really just didn't get enough time. I really the episode time. where Boba Fett was really high off the like, space <laughs> ayahuasca. Oh, the lizard in my nose. The lizard in my nose. I loved that. The lizard episode. And I loved the Tuscan uh, Raider moments where, like, the teaching him how to fight and then uh, he was teaching them how to drive which you know like 
is what made us care about them and like feel that loss. But also I'm just like, why'd they write, wipe out all of the Tuscan Raiders? I thought there was a moment where they were like, there's more of us than they think, right? Yeah. Am I like misremembering that? Am I confusing it with Dune? Just remember the things you love in the <laughs> show die. <laughs> yes. No, yes. I wanted to be like Fast and Furious. And for the most part, I guess like the big name characters were saved. Uh, but yeah, there was so much. Oh, no, Jennifer Beals, Jennifer Beals, like right? uh, Garza, you know, they fridged the woman, a black woman, by the way, and like they fridged her, and then they, they got rid of the Gamorans, and then they got rid of the Tuscan Raiders, which represented indigenous people. Um, and then they got rid of Cad Bane, who was a great character that could have been a big bad for the next season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe you brought this guy only to kill him. Um, and then also like- Which was you know, so lame. Because yeah. like, when you think about- die. Yeah, the, the, the worst died, way to die. Like, yeah. I feel like that could have been, I, I guess it was symbolic that he had a weapon forged with his tribe be the weapon that takes him down instead of just like the Lone Ranger sort of weapon. Which but is, he like, wasn't the, the one responsible for their death. That, that is the also- I know, and, and like, okay, it kind of it conflicted too because it's like, you're a killer, you're a killer. It's like, no, I'm not, and I killed you. <laughs> I'm going to roll with respect. Here comes respect. You know? <laughs> respect happens to be the name of my weapon. <laughs> I want I I you with respect. Yeah. <laughs> this is respect. <laughs> this is respect. <laughs> oh my gosh. I yeah, I, I mean, like, with all the one. moments. Oh, go ahead, Winnie. Oh, uh, I just was gonna, I wanted to see more Danny Trejo. Cause I was like, yeah! dude, I was oh like, there's gosh. a Mexican, you know, besides Diego Luna, obviously, but like in Star Wars, you know, one of the, yeah. yes, cool. And that was it. I was like, I wanted to see more of him with the Rancor. That just like, yeah, even yeah. if it was like a cute, gonna, funny, comical little bit, you know, I would have totally loved, loved I'm, it. I'm gonna be honest. When you see the Rancor, you're like, oh man, there's there's a challenge. If you show Danny Trejo instead, I'd be like, no, you guys are fucked. <laughs> like, you <laughs> yeah. guys, Chetty is coming for you. Chetty, you know? yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? <laughs> like, bye. He's just I chilling the in the Rancor. palace. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like like someone had to watch leg. the palace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just chilling in the rancor pit, you know. I know. Like I trained He's programming him. the chef droid to be a taquero and just like yes. chop up meat for everyone when they yes, get back. Yes, and some donuts there. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that's the thing. Like it, it's a waste. Like we didn't see any development with the rancor. We didn't see any development with anything. So I was kind of like, it was oh, just God. I felt yeah. We didn't see any yeah. of that shit. So I'm like, no. oh sorry. I mean, it's any of that stuff. So I'm kind of like, if we like, it, it was, it's just a, it was a waste. And I, I love these characters, but I just felt like so disappointed. That's all. Go on, Mike, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Whitney. Sorry, <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> no, you guys pretty much said what uh, what I was going to say about the whole underwhelming, underwhelmingness of this finale. Yeah, Phoenix Shan should have been the one who killed or fought Cad Bane, and then yeah. um, yes. and and Boba Fett should have been the one that killed all the Pikes and the and the traitors in yeah. that room because I just felt like Phoenix Shan ended up doing the dirty work for him as usual, and it, even though it's to display her badassery, you know she's an assassin. They it was like, hey, can you do this for me? Can you just kill yeah. them? You know, and they, they, I they feel did, like it was wrong, but kill them. I yeah. feel like it was so downplayed because. Sure, I, I get the reasoning of like, oh, we'll have them put all their armies in one place attacking us to like allow her to slip in and murk them. But again, she said to do this all along. And also we did not get like 
a lot of her story in this season, which is what we were all really hoping for. So for it to be like, oh, it's part of the plan that we want to have them like push all their guards toward one place so she can slip in and just kill them. But like, it's never said. And also it just definitely like just, yeah, that felt felt so, so like sloppy. (laughs) It felt like a finger to the Bad Batch too. I was like, oh. it was. Yeah. I, I felt the same way. Um, and and to be honest, I I would I love your idea, Laura. Just being able to see if you got to see Finnick and Cad Bane do a rematch because they did have that that fight mm-hmm. in the Bad Batch. That would have actually been pretty rewarding to the fans who've been following these characters. Um, and then to have Boba, you know, take out the the Pikes and and the rest of the Syndicate. Um, that of course completes that narrative arc of revenge against the Tuscans. Um, so it's a completely wasted opportunity. Um, but I, I suppose to play devil's advocate, you know, Finnick doesn't have a revenge stick, so she can't kill Cad Bane with respect. Um, you know, if you could kill the Pikes with respect. <laughs> <laughs> respect me. Um, no, I, sorry, I just I, it's. Ugh. It, it was a, it's a mess. It's definitely a waste. Of, they, they didn't even acknowledge Cad Bane knowing Finnick, and that was the problem. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, yeah. Why? It, like, why? Why even bring him? Honestly, I'm just so. I, I will say I like that it, it acknowledge, they acknowledge the history between Cad Bane and Boba. That is actually yeah. kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I was wondering the, at the was... same at the same time why didn't they show it in the flashbacks? Because if they had showed it in the flashbacks, mm-hmm. it would have made that fight so much more like worth it. And like, like it would have had more impact, I think. Yeah, 100%, and, and- like a young Boba and Cad Bane and all mm-hmm. the history, just like a, even just a flashback would have definitely heightened that. I would have loved to have seen that. Like in, you know, with real actors, live action would have been dope. I mean, I feel like because we all know the history and we watched like, all the animated, like most of us watched yeah. the animated, but there is a lot of people who don't watch animated and they just watch the live action, like so a few of my friends. So they, they aren't invested in Cad Bane. So it was a wasted opportunity to not showcase that history or even talk. They were like, we mentioned the history, but it's like, they don't know. And if you were to kind of display that history, then people of uh, people who aren't in, like you, because you have people who don't watch all the, the extended universe stuff, but you have those people to actually care about this character and expect this character to be more too, like to care about this character um, versus like us, we were like, what a waste of this character. And then other people who haven't watched the universe, the other universe are like, oh, oh, well, this guy died. How is he important? Who cares? Like, and it's like, wow, you, you kind of just like, not the, not the people who don't watch the universe, but it's like a disrespect on the character. I think the thing that makes it worse, honestly, is let's say I didn't have any history of Cad Bane, right? The way that, you know, Filoni and Fabs and Filoni wrote and directed Cad Bane in the last episode, they alluded to him to be being a major threat. So even yeah. if you didn't, even if you didn't know him, he was terrifying. He looked terrifying. He spoke terrifying. He took out, you know, uh, Cobb and he took out Deputy uh, Meter Maid in like three shots and that's it. Um, so as soon as you see him here, he's, you know, in the beginning when they're staring each other down, when they're, they're you know, every, I, I would anticipate that even if I didn't know the character, I'd be on the edge of my seat going like, oh man, this is going to be good. And then later on, you're like, yeah, yeah, shut up. Oh, okay. I guess he's dead now. So there's that, you know, I mean, it's, it's so disappointing. <laughs> it's, it's so, you know, and, and especially hurtful for the people that do love that character and have seen that character since the very beginning, since the Clone Wars, um, and know how 
potentially like amazing he would be as some sort of a huge big bad for any of the yeah. series um you know it's a waste for them but it's also a waste for the people that thought that he was going to be a major threat based off of the danger and the imposing tension that they they had um he had he he radiated from the last episode and the beginning of this episode so it's just oh it really made me mad guys i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> it really that part made me really upset they had to just put everyone in the back to tank Everybody goes, everyone <laughs> I, know, I was like expecting shit. him to be in the bath the tank i was hoping he would be in the bath the tank um because like i was just like oh you know that way it shows that boba fett is not a killer like <laughs> yeah. he said he wasn't he goes that's not my life anymore i kill you i killed you and then like oh but he's not really dead he's actually alive and so it, it like it allow it it just it because it kind of backtracks like everything that this character has grown like growth and all this stuff and it's like Oh, I don't. I'm not that person anymore. And then I, and then he killed the person. And it's like, but are you? And then he, and then he, and then at the end of the episode, Boba Fett's like walking with Finnick and it's like, I don't know if I, I could get used to this. And I'm like, what was the purpose of this whole season? What was the purpose? He's like, JK, never mind. We're gonna do some dark stuff next season, hopefully. Just, just play in that gray area of, you know, just we get a little crime as a treat. <laughs> yeah and uh, Fennec was like what the f man we did all that people died. <laughs> people died <laughs> but at least chrysanthemum got a mellow run so yeah. that's yeah. that's the reward they did it yes. all for the mellow run you know <laughs> sad but true uh great moments too though. what's that chrysanthemum had such great moments too yeah and and also those like freaking uh the, I, I don't know if I'm having like flashbacks from playing like the Lego Star Wars games or just some of the Star Wars games, but those freaking force fields, I was just getting like flashbacks of like, oh, I hate that how hard they are to penetrate. Like, yeah. you know, trying yes. to like they were like throwing everything at them. And I'm like, come on, something has to work. I was disappointed the dark saber didn't work. I was really shocked. Yeah. Don't you guys hate it when those are the last option when it should have been the first option? So you don't kill off the pikes, you just use the machines to kill all I'm just as a as a person yeah, they're, they're, they're the first line basically to go in yeah. and yeah so yeah i was like you could have just put the machines first but okay to kill your people <laughs> it's how you knew the pikes weren't real threats you know? yeah you're very expendable people yeah. i know <laughs> it, it's poor strategy versus poor strategy because boba fett's strategy wasn't very good either <laughs> you know um let's yeah. let's trust let's trust our enemies too you know, to, 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 you know, uh, honor the truce. Um, come what on. would have happened if Grogu hadn't shown up? Honestly, yeah. It'll yeah. be dead. Yeah. Yeah. It was cute little, like, took, force If he jumps. took Yoda's lightsaber instead. <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's just so much. I mean, at least, at least we got to see Amy Sedaris. And I'm like, a lot of she really spits good. out a tooth, guys. He was hitting on the major domo guys. So I'm like, oh, good. Oh. For you. <laughs> I, ship them. I ship them. Yeah, I ship them too. Yeah, they work together, even though he could be kind of annoying, you know, like he's uh he's a pretty annoying character, but still. <laughs> I, I will yeah. say. Oh, sorry. I will say I'm happy that Cobb is okay. You know, like oh, that, yeah. that made me happy. I was like, my man's is in the back to tank dreaming about mighty yeah. little ducklings, <laughs> which we will be seeing. Oh, yeah. I wonder right. what, he's, what kind of parts he's going to get. He was shot in the shoulder, mm. right? 
Yeah, yeah. So what that arm do? What that arm gonna do? <laughs> I'm ready. All well, that for an arm piece. You, you don't waste Timothy Oliphant. I'm just saying, like that's yeah. that man. And you don't shoot that beautiful face. So I'm glad that face is safe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You know, well, I keep trying this. to get my husband to cosplay as Cobb. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, oh, would John would look really good. It, <laughs> I think it, it'd be kind of funny if he wakes up and he's like, I need, I need an arm that's going to be faster than Cobb Vance because I need a rematch. And somebody's like, um, yeah, about that. Cobb Vance <laughs> was killed and he he died like a chump, so you're not going to get that rematch ever. And he's like, damn it, you know, <laughs> that would suck. Um, but yeah. Um, the thing is, it's like what the free time people thought he was dead, and then like yeah. you see him in the thing. Yeah. I'm like, well, they were the first ones to take care of him. Why would they lie and say like they shot him in cold blood? And I'm like, he's alive. You guys don't know. Like, did, did they bring yeah. his body with them? Was the body just lying there for however many? There's questions here. Yeah. There's a lot of questions. Lot of questions. Like, also, I, how many back to tanks are there? <laughs> you know, something <laughs> yeah. we shouldn't be suspending our disbelief for, I guess. But apparently, one because there, apparently only one. They could only, even though he has the money in the world, he could only afford one. <laughs> and you couldn't stick, you couldn't stick uh, freaking Cad Bane in the same back to tank as Co with as Cobb Vanth and just have. Oh my god! You wake <laughs> up to one another like yeah. rematch. Did you just shoot me? <laughs> No, like Cad Bane's like hi, you know. <laughs> Timothy Oliphant's like hi, you know. With the eyebrow movement, hi. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like Cad Bane would be like hi, Timothy Oliphant. Like <laughs> you're you're bunking with the fastest gun in the West, there. You know. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, come on, I ship it. Um, Cobb and Cad, you know. <laughs> Why am I trying to think who I'm? Who I ship? I sh uh. Uh, poor if, if um Kira ever shows up, I wouldn't mind shipping Cobb and Kira. That yes. would be awesome. I would love that. But, I definitely yeah. want to see some Crimson Dawn. That yeah, I mean, the have been like a major them, reveal, so. honestly. Right? I, yeah, that's yeah. honestly what I thought. Like, it had to be like, I was thinking that like Cad Bane was act like Cad Bane was pretending or, or like just not pretending, but like, I guess a double um, cross going was going to double cross the pikes or was like yeah. actually just like yeah. misleading them into believing but it's actually like the huts and like everyone else are still just yeah. trying to like have the little guys take each other out in their yeah. head to come back right yeah, yeah. which they should yeah. have maybe like had some sort of threat at the end i don't know y'all there was so much happening. I was distracted by Grogu being adorable and doing his little strut. His, his little, little strut when he like on. jumps up and he's like, it's so cute. And knocking on the window thing, like, go fast, go fast. I'm like, where is your seatbelt? Do, do, do it again, do it again. No. I was like, don't break the glass. It's so cute. That was just my thought. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? It's so cute. Yeah. I mean, like, and he put the raincore to sleep and they had yep. nap time. <laughs> and he just goes up to him and like pets him. That was so cute. Oh, that like, was adorable. With him. So cute. Uh, I want to stuff. Oh, sorry, also, go ahead. Weren't you guys pissed off that the kids, the mod squad, and everyone was shooting at it? I'm like, that thing yes. saved your yes. life. Yes. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Why? When Manta was like, stop, you're frightening him. And I was like, yes, y'all. Do you, you know what's going to happen when <gasps> the boss finds out you shot his rancor? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And not a single one of them spun when they did it. If they did, it would be so much better. Back to the spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, like, they saw the Rancor helping them. So mm -hmm. their response was to shoot it? Like, why? That, yeah. that makes sense. That's yeah. their excuse. 
<laughs> it was tearing up the whole town. But yeah, that's just that just comes with the territory it was sort of, of yeah, thrown into that situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, and, if Boba could rein it in, then why don't you just wait for Boba to rein it in instead of killing it, you know? I mean, or like... Amanda's attempt to rein it in was great. <laughs> Where you got it? So sad. Oh, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so funny. I, I, for a moment, I was like, is the Rancor gonna, like, read the helmet as the same helmet as Boba Fett's and maybe, like, oh, some Targaryen yeah. stuff up in here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're a I, I thought that might be. I mean, I don't know if like Raincores have the same sort of like vision as dogs, where they just see in black and white. So the mat, the helmet could have just looked the same. Yeah. And but no, he tried to straight up eat him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel really... like I feel like the it's clink, based on scent. The clink of the teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I I feel like it's based on like it's like your dog. Your dog knows your dog knows who yeah. you are. Like yeah. no matter what, even if you have your your a sibling come in, like they it's not you. Like, so I feel like the Rancor was imprinted, you know, it was it imprinted on, on Boba Fett. So it knows like its own pet. And so I, I feel like, like even Mando was like, I'm going to try to get this rain, this, 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 this um, Rancor in the Rancor is like, you're not my dad. And so <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it, it's obviously it's going to attack. Um, and I, I feel like it, it was a waste of not having Boba Fett come and like, and, and, and then discipline his, the people like, this is not an animal. This is like, like, you know, yeah. and yeah. he's the right, yeah. you know, like, and so I, I don't know. I just felt like there was so much, so much fluff that wasn't necessary and so much that wasn't available that wasn't, that wasn't present that could have been done. Well, that was going back to what you were saying earlier, Laura, about him, us missing the, the episodes where we could have seen him train or make more of an imprint with the Rancor. It would have been more of an understanding of what was going on, honestly, yeah. with like, instead of just saying, hey, look, I just, you know, I, I disciplined, I, I, I have him under my control sort of thing. Like, how did that happen all of a sudden? You, you were saying you wanted to do it and right. then we never got to see you do it. And all of a sudden it just happens like, we're supposed to accept that? That doesn't really track. Yeah. It also would have furthered his character's journey. You know, like the, the whole respect yeah. angle mm -hmm. would have been a lot more palpable if we see him respecting this character, this, yeah. this rancor, this wild beast, and being able to tame it and being able to control it through that. You know, I mean, like that, that to me would have affected us in the jellies, you know, if, if we saw him and the rancor finally going at it because it, it would have felt earned, you know? Um, in, instead of really just, it, it felt like a throwaway moment where they're like, well, everyone's expecting him to ride the Rancor, so throw him in there on the Rancor, and now everyone will like it, you know, it's, mm. it's definitely, yeah, it's a really cool moment, but it means nothing if none of that is earned, you know, um, no offense to Favreau, who I love and, and absolutely adore, but it could have, could have been done better, could have been handled much better. Yeah, like, I also feel like it was because everyone I think they expected our love for Boba Fett over the years to be like it's okay you love Boba Fett you love um you know you love these characters you love the actors you love Ming-Na like you know you love all of them um you know and um Tamara and everyone but they so I think that's what they expected like they're gonna love it no matter what even if we don't give them the growth you're gonna love this character because you know you've grown up with this character but at the same time it just makes it lacking like it's 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 just we lose we lose that sense you know and I and like and I and I I 
I'll never hate on Star Wars because I feel like people like there's you know like those judge, like people who are like ah like ah like my fandom's over like those uh the, those people I'm never gonna be like that because this is like their own creative thing but I'm just disappointed as like someone who wanted more growth from this character. I think that's where my flaw was because I went in never caring about Boba Fett. Um, he's been but around. It's for... supposed to make you care about him. That's yeah, the it, right. yeah. yeah but, but I mean, if the logic was I was supposed to go in with that knowledge and with that affection for Boba Fett because he was in the originals, it's it's a complete failure because he had nothing to do in the originals as well. He stood he stood there for most of Retur uh, Empire, said two lines, and then he he dies like a chump. Yeah, uh, not nearly as bad as Cad Bane, but dies, no, actually worse, worse than Cad Bane in Return of the Jedi. And that's the extent of it. And I never read the books and I never, you know, I mean, like it wasn't until later that I watched the Clone Wars and, you know, some of those episodes with him in it. But even even with that, it was not nearly enough to ever have gotten me uh, mm. to, to endear myself to the character. So I, I already started this show not caring about Boba Fett, but I, I wanted to, to carry it on because I loved him in Mando in the Mando season eight episode. Uh, I'm sorry, Mando episode eight of season two, um, and I thought that that would be the start of that redemption, that the start of me finally yeah. actually starting to care about him. But mm -hmm. no big I loss just, that I don't. <laughs> I really hope that you know producers don't get the wrong idea about why this show is unbalanced. You know, because like I definitely think that. Like we all wanted to see Mingna and Tamura be given so much, you know, that we have seen other, you know, heroic characters in the universe be given. And for like a certain regimen of fans to be like, that's not my Boba Fett. Like, I don't care about him. You know, it, the characters were like underwritten in many ways. And that's not the performer's fault. You know, like, I think, you know, I, I, really loved what they did with what they had personally and i i hope that we get to see them more and still be as valued i mean like i was geeking the f out like seeing mando and boba fett back to back because boba yeah. fett's my dad's favorite character mando's one of my favorite characters you can get to see like these two brown men even though they had helmets on just like freaking just doing the star wars and yeah. that was so cool so you know um it, it's really awesome and I, I hope that I think maybe the lesson they take is like we should have like concurrent shows at the same time that eventually yeah. cross over you know yeah. yeah well that's like that's the thing like the thing is even if they didn't have the Mando episode you would have cheered him on anyway because you developed your love for him over the two seasons and I feel like the two episodes even though they're great I love the episodes I'm cheering them on but I feel like it was a wasted opportunity to not make us fall in love with Boba Fett and that way your dad could be like, oh, I love this character from my old school, but also you could love both Mando and Boba Fett because like uh, of his growth throughout the season. And I just feel like it was just lacking. And like you, instead they made us love Mando even more. And I feel like that's, 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 a, and that, and that's a great episodes, great Mando episodes, but it took away from Boba Fett. And it took away from your love for Boba, your, what could have been your love for Boba Fett and it went to your love for Mando instead. Do you feel yeah. like it kind of feels like they, they they kept like the whole idea of the seat in the table thing where it's like they had to like switch seats at many points and it's like no they should both have seats at the table and their own shows and like their own little like universe of like awesome friends um, instead of like this weird sort of like because it did feel like oh we're gonna push, put in these 
like the, the moneymaker adorableness to, to keep people's right. attention. That's very true. But I, I also counterpoint alternately, you could have also made us love Boba Fett in, four of, in those first four episodes, because I, I think that those four episodes were unfortunately structured. And, and I think that this is kind of, uh, again, all the love to Jon Favreau, but I think this was a huge mistake to split those four episodes up into part flashback and part present story, because there's nothing for us to connect to if there's not a cohesive story within the episode itself or co cohesive arc amongst those episodes. Alternately, you also could have extended the the series by two episodes. Not what's yeah. the difference between nine episodes and seven episodes? If two of those episodes were going to be Mando episodes, then you know seven and eight could have been the build up to the war, and mm -hmm. and to get us to love Boba Fett. Um, if we couldn't accomplish that in those four episodes, but you have to think about it: four hours of television, it's a lot of it's a lot of time. Um, which is why at that point, I just kind of gave up on on trying to love Boba Fett. Um, which again i think speaks to the writing within those four episodes more so than the choice to to deviate from from the series um and do the mando episodes um and and i i honestly do think that there was room somewhere to do flashbacks to do uh you those know, cad bane flashbacks would have just yeah wrapped rancor, things together rancor training and and everything mm -hmm. like that you I know there there you could if you utilize those four hours economically and and properly with with good and and not like back and forth writing scattered writing then you could have made me love him in four episodes we loved mando in four episodes or less you know in three episodes even um so you know i think i, I and this is my last talk because I, I want everyone else to talk and like i think it's because i want to just interject with mike because <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm just going to say this one thing, and I want Michael and, and Whitney to say their stuff, but I'm just going to say this about this, is that, yes, four hours is enough to make that, to develop and stuff, but again, we have a long history of what happened to Boba Fett, and it, it we and those episodes were only, like, what, 38 to 40-something minutes. Uh, also, it's introducing new characters, like the Mod Squad, like the Rancor and all that stuff, to the storyline. So four hours, if you think about it, is not enough, because we love the Avengers, because each of them got their own movie. Mm -hmm. So... Obviously, I don't think four hours is enough to tell this rich history of 25, more than that, 30 years of Boba Fett um, and what happened to him and his journey and including the new people and adding like how he, he interacted with Finnick Chan. So as much as I, I like, I, I agree, they should extend the episodes and add more episodes if they wanted to include Mandalorian story. But I also feel like if they're stuck with eight, then it was too wasted on Mandalorian. We would have cheered him on anyway. No matter mm -hmm. what, it's not like it's something like where it's like, oh, Mando didn't get enough storyline. He had two episode, two seasons that we fell in love with him, and so that that's my thing. Okay, Mike and Whitney and Mike, so, and the other, Michael and Whitney. Go ahead. Sorry, I have to. Is, yeah. Mike and I are a married couple. <laughs> yeah, she had to get the last word in. Go ahead. Guys. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a, like a amalgamation of what everyone is saying. Um, I think, um, and this is just my thought that the Mando episodes should have just been taken out and created as some sort of special on its own. I think that, that would have been a nice thing Then those other two episodes um, that are not the Mando episodes in my world could have been used as a uh, more Boba Fett centric thing. And then leading up to what you were saying, Sabina, about it, you know, culminating to that big event, that big finale, I, I think that would have worked better in, in, because We've seen how um, 
specials like a Toy Story special or so, you know, it's its own thing, but it's still within that contained universe. So that that could you could apply that to the same thing with um, Star or um, Mando and Boba Fett, where those two Mando episodes could have been just, you know, strictly Mando thing, you know, um, and the rest would have been uh, Boba Fett because it's like Laura was saying, it just takes away from, you, you're calling it the book of Boba Fett, but you're, exactly. you're recalling all our nostalgia and our love for Mando and just like, oh, there was a show called Book of Boba Fett. I thought we were watching that. Um, and now we're all are putting all, all our love and effort into, you know, watching, getting excited for Mando and just like forgetting that there was a show called Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I basically agree with everything. Um, I mean, the two Mando episodes with all the other, you know, surprise cameos were two of my favorites. I mean, like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So those were the two episodes where I was like screaming and I was so excited. But right, like, I just feel like in the book of Boba Fett itself, those are two episodes that could have gone towards him and his story and the other characters within that story. Can I ask a hypothetical question? I think, you know, let's say they named it something else. Would we be as upset if, if it was named something completely different? Because at this point, I'd like to point out, is it more of a semantics thing, mm. title of the episode and every mm. title of the series and everything, or is it a quality and a content thing? Because did you guys really love those first four episodes? I mean, like, I, that's, that's my question. If you got more of that, would it have made things better? Because I, again, to Laura's point, yes, you are trying to add characters like Chrysanthemum and the Moped Squad. Why do you need to? Why, why were they essential? By the end of the series, they certainly weren't essential. You know, um, and, and if you took them, them out and just focused on Boba Fett in those four episodes, I think we could have loved him. But I think the quality of those episodes was very lacking. So just because the show is called The Book of Boba Fett, and Boba Fett is in those four episodes, it didn't make those four episodes any better, you know, those first four. And that's that's honestly what my issue is with the show and, and with the the argument about the title of the show. Yeah, it's called The Book of Boba Fett, but I do think that we're, we're picking at semantics and we're not remembering that the quality of those four episodes really was lacking. If we call the show anything else, Star Wars Adventures, um, then... We'd still be saying the same thing, right? That five and six were excellent, you know? Um, yeah. But we wouldn't have taken as much issue with it because of the title. So that's that's the question. That's the hypothetical that I'm kind of positing here, you know? I did enjoy the episodes because you got to see his growth yeah. with the Tusken Raiders. And it yeah. becomes this whole indigenous story that goes deep in the culture of Star Wars. And I really appreciated that, especially as like so, like as someone who loves learning about more about the history that, that we didn't know before. And like, and instead they 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 went through a trope and everything of it. Mm -hmm. But we got to know Boba Fett's journey. Boba Fett's journey. And the thing is, we all agree on this. Like Boba Fett did a uh, one eighty, where we're like, how did this happen? Like, and it's because we uh, like we saw the beginning of the journey. He's reborn, and he's gonna he's trying to rule re re with respect. But we didn't have enough of that journey of like development to where he is now. And I feel like, I, you know, and I, I know you love those episodes, Mike, and I love those episodes. Like, I love them so much. But we, I feel like we had more episodes, more 
to develop the relationships. Yeah. And I know you hated the Mod Squad and stuff. <laughs> they were um, terrible. They, they so didn't represent the yeah. youths. They represent <laughs> Gen Z I and just like. Feel like we didn't get enough of them and yeah. we didn't get enough of that relationship of how that yes. trust was built and um i i and like the thing is you're like why do we need them because the whole theme is tribe building a tribe and if he needs to build that tribe but we he needs to develop they need to develop yes that tribe. and like the fact that they didn't then and like again i love those episodes in the mandalorian but i just felt like they were misplaced or they could have they one call it the Mandalorian chapter, the book of Mandalorian, like or the Mandalorians, because that way we have chap different chapters of different Mandalorians. That makes mm -hmm. sense. But we all had this concept that it's gonna be Boba Fett's journey and his change. And the Mandalorian, yes, he's reflective of uh, Boba Fett and everything. But it was just we already love this character. We don't need more exposition exposition on the Mandalorian in the book of Boba Fett. Like, there's a reason why it is called the Book of Boba Fett. Yes, semantics, but it is called the Book of Boba Fett. And we all were like, we can't wait to get to know this journey. Mm -hmm. And yet you bring two episodes of The Mandalorian because that's what you're comfortable with. And that's the moneymaker. But, and, it, and I think it's great, but you could have added more episodes to tie that together. Because four episodes, yes, like, you're like, oh, you know, they could have made us fall in love with them. And you know what? Parts of it did. It did touch on culture. It did touch on his journey. But... It didn't touch on the, the the relationships he currently has. It touched right. on the history, but yeah. not the current. And I feel like that was a waste because we don't care about these characters when we could have cared about these characters. Exactly. They could have taken what he learned from the Tuscan Raiders and applied it to those two episodes with Chrysanthemum, with the Rancor and Danny Trejo and mm -hmm. the kids, you know, like, and, and Fennec, you know, like just that could have been what could have been flushed out in those moments because i he wanted to also have a relationship with freetown like he could have yeah, gone to freetown it. instead of mm -hmm. having mando go because he has a relationship already i just feel like if if, if, if um he wanted to be the daimo and be the ruler of tattoo tattooing then he could have gone there and built that relationship because now it just feels like well you know these people mando so you go ahead when it could have been an established relationship like i will protect you you are my tribe instead becomes like Mando's job to do that. And it again, yeah. it's like the messenger, like Finnick is the messenger, Mando's the messenger, like, and Boba Fett is not anything. We We're will so have to agree to disagree on this one. <laughs> Mike and I would probably be like yeah, We are going to have to disagree to disagree on <laughs> I know, this I know, I love you, Mike, you know <laughs> We that. will come back to it in the next season of whichever show we get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. should be Mandalorian, you know. The Book of Mando I, I love those episodes. I did love those episodes. <laughs> yes. Do you yeah, agree on that? I, I, <laughs> I, think, I think the internet will agree with you on that as well, because I don't think the sentiment on the first four were very well received either, you know, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I love you. <laughs> I will go um, around to Whitney and Michael Lee about for their final thoughts to just wrap things up. We are going a little over time, but like, hey, it's Star Wars. I'm I'm excited. I, you know, that like we just we got another Star Wars during this time, so that that makes me happy. And and to geek out with you guys weekly about it has been such a joy. So that that's my final words on that. But go ahead, uh, Whitney and Mike. Uh, okay, so I'll go, I guess, first. Um, I just, overall, I, I was just a little underwhelmed by by all of this. Um, it was just a total inconsistency. And uh, I think they had the concept, they had the idea, and they just executed it poorly or just didn't 
taking into account just how much uh, people love this character, even though this character only had like 20 minutes maybe, or even less in, in the whole original trilogy. So they, they just, um, I'm speaking about um, Robert Rodriguez and John Favreau, who are the main drivers of the series. They just underestimated the whole thing about how to put this thing together basically. And then I was just, I wish that it didn't turn out this way. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, some episodes were clearly stronger than others, in my opinion. Um, overall, like I said, I love Star Wars. So I'm just, I'm so happy to have Star Wars content. And even if there were a few episodes I didn't care for, there were ones that I absolutely freaking loved. And I, you know, <laughs> scream and I'm excited about all the time. And it gets me even more excited for, you know, the next season of Mando and Obi-Wan coming soon. So, Obi-Wan, yes. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how that ties into mm -hmm. certain things that we have seen introduced in this, because I'm sure that there are people who are hopefully involved in what we've seen kind of transpire that it'll call back to, you know? Yeah. So I think we can all agree on this. Luke Skywalker is a horrible teacher. Like, yeah. let, let <laughs> yes. go into Rogu the Rogu made good even, choices, though. We had to say that. Rogu really did. Make good, 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 good choices. You know what? But that wasn't because of Luke. Luke. That was because of me. <laughs> Yeah, this like, is what potentially saved him from Ben Solo's, you know, attacks. Yeah. 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 But then it's also like, Luke goes like, you go to Tatooine, even though it's my hometown. Oh, well, whatever's going on there is going on there, even though I'm the strongest yeah, person in the yeah. universe. Um, but I was just like, you go ahead in this X-Wing and then we'll, we'll yeah. have the, just like um, autopilot. Good luck. Yeah. Put in the coordinates right here. <laughs> like R2, you're, you're used to handling babies, R2. You can handle placing babies where they need to be. That's your yeah. your side hustle throughout the years. Yeah. You know, so R2, like R2 sees R5 and it's like, this could have been you. <laughs> I mean, what, what kind of sour grapes uh, crap is that though from Luke? Like she, the kid yeah. picks the 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 you know um, the chainmail, and Luke's like, yeah, I'm not even gonna escort you. Just get out of my yeah. sight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, also like a Luke and Boba reunion, and being like, dude, you survived, or does he know? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and that was a weird situation. I'm just like, when it was just like uh, Grogu, and I was just like, so Aww. Luke Skywalker just put him in there and be yeah. like, you don't want to be a Jedi. Bye. Go Get away. out of my yeah. I'm not gonna go to that planet ever again. And honestly, but Tatooine has clearly like decided that it wants nothing to do with the Star Wars. It just yep. is, you know, yeah. that stuff that's happening outside of Tatooine. Like we just want to be our own little like planet tribe and do our thing because you know later on in the other movies we we don't really hear anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So. Anyway, that, that was my take. That we all could agree on. Luke yeah. Skywalker yes. is a horrible teacher horrible teacher <laughs> yeah oh. he's all you could be my first student i guess not <laughs> <laughs> how many students how many first students well. i know he like, had yeah. grogu and leia and that's it because he yeah. couldn't train grogu he had to go get his sister and train her so i don't know no like, i'm like hey, please become be my student, student. No. <laughs> i need to go i'll give you a discount fine okay <laughs> Well, it's been a joy experiencing the show with every one of you. Thank you so much for joining me and talking all things Star Wars, talking about the food in Star Wars. You know, we, we, we ran out of boba before I know, I drink it all. doing this. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, no, um, we'll go around and like, we'll do the tag thing again and uh, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, we'll start with Laura. Uh, you can find me at L Circle on Twitter. I'm always tweeting about where I'm writing for and uh, all the Nerds of Color stuff. Uh, you can find me on, on the Nerds of Color as well um, at the Nerds of Color. Um, yeah, so you can find me and my work there. Tag somebody in. No. Oh, I'm going to toss it to Mike because I love you. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, I'm Mike Manalo. You can find me at TeddyBullBoy182 on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, I'm always writing on the Nerds of Color. My personal blog has nothing interesting on it. So don't worry about following that. Nerds of Color. <laughs> You should toss maybe your Grogu onto the screen and someone oh, should oh my God, catch do it. them. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Whitney, you ready? Yes. Heads up. All right. Whoa. Okay. All right. That worked so. pretty well. Wait, why did we learn this just now? <laughs> you're Luke Skywalker. You're yeeting him out of existence. I'm right. I'm like, oh, Get out of my academy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can find me on social media under Whitney Allis, uh, my musical Whitney on Instagram and Allis It's Whitney on Twitter. And yeah, you'll see a lot of themed baking, themed goods, artsy, nerdy stuff. So yeah, give me a follow. And I'm going to pitch it over to Michael. <laughs> all right so yeah um this is my only baby Yoda thing I have right now I'm in the process of you reunited him with Mando yes so you can find me at I am Michael J Lee on Instagram Twitter and Facebook and I always post about movies my dog and um and I write for the nerds of color we live entertainment and that's it LA amazing thank you guys and i'm sabina i've been your host you can find me on the nerds of color here at nom talk and many other places and maybe only one coming soon that i can bring up uh excited to have enjoyed the show with you be sure to catch us with the next shows that we will be doing which we'll have some announcements for definitely moon night and all of y'all are welcome to rejoin us for that as well so uh, we will all be keeping in touch and uh, everyone may the force be with you and uh, may maybe Grogu be with you of course may the force Yay. be with you guys